You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, and with me always is my good friend. Jay from the hills of Texas. And we'd like to welcome you back to the Park Fire Podcast. We uh, have been discussing the Infinity Wing, Infinity Wing Maiden. Infinity Wing is made from 3D Aero Ventures. Uh, this is part two. We uh, discussed uh, last time on the podcast the, um, the Maiden and using the four-cell batteries. And just as we were getting ready to go, I told everybody that I bought these bolts uh, they're a Turnigy Bolt, 1,000 milliamp battery. I'm really excited about using them. Uh, they are a high voltage, and uh, and I've read some good reviews on them. So this one's brand new. It just came in the mail. Uh, Jay was – I told Jay about them, and uh, you were actually going to buy some. Yeah, so it turns out that uh, – guess what Batteries really hard to find right now? A 1,000 milliamp battery. 1,003S <laughs> battery, right. For whatever reason, the stocks are running out on those things. Now, if you want a four-cell 1,000, there's a zillion of them because everybody's using oh, yeah. them in quads or quad racing and stuff. But the 3S ones versions, right. they're just right. bone dry. So uh, I went I went to uh, uh, Hobby King to try to get some. Everybody, you know, after you got yours, everybody was out. So I was looking around to see where I could find some and, you know, I thought, ah, this will be no big deal. But uh, either people had some, but the shipping was so high with the, you know, to get a couple of batteries, and with yeah. the shipping was equally as high as the, you know, the batteries or whatever. It was just ridiculous. Uh, it, it, I just kind of had to keep looking. And so I finally had to go to uh, Banggood Hobbies, my old backup, and they had a little special on. So I got some Zop, Zop batteries um for like 23 bucks delivered so uh so i got a couple of those on the way so i can oh, wow. made mine because uh all my thousand very nice. batteries that i have all have um jst connectors on them so uh, i don't exactly have a an you have jst connectors on yours on on the on the little uh yeah 3s batteries that i have yeah they just has jst bit connectors on them because I had them in small. Oh, packs. you are correct. Yeah, I actually have that too. But uh, right, these actually have the uh, XT nineties uh, on them. No, 60s. no XT sixties. So I, that's that was my problem too. I was looking for one that had an XT sixty because he actually has an XT sixty in the airplane, and yep. I was looking for a battery that had it. So, and, and I have to apologize because I uh, literally bought the last uh, two or three in stock or four in stock. Yeah. I did. I actually was going to order four or five of them, and it said, "Yeah, you can only order what we." I, I literally ordered the last part of what was yep. in the the U.S. warehouse, so um, that was my fault. Sorry. Well, like I said, you can still get them. You can still get them at Banggood Hobbies. They they have them there, and it's uh, you know free shipping, and uh, you know only takes a week or two to get them, so it's not too bad. Sure. Oh, and by the way. Um, I, on our website, I put up a, 
uh, there was one of the places in the uh, here in the states was having a big battery sale, so I guess they're getting rid of all their stale batteries. So uh, I ended up picking up a couple of uh, six cell five thousands. I haven't flown any, haven't flown any of them yet, but uh, they just came in the mail the other day. Um, Sixty four bucks, so couldn't go wrong. So I picked up a couple to add to the inventory. Yeah, well there you go. I think that was rcbattery.com or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So, uh, like I, said, uh, you, I did get those, get website, but I had already ordered the... mine. Yeah, I had ordered. Yeah, I was just saying if you go to if you go to the uh, our uh, Facebook, I put I, I posted it on our Facebook group. So uh, the sale's still going on, and uh, they still have a bunch mm-hmm. of. If you need six cells, they have a, a bunch of those, bunch of four cells, but uh, they're going quick. So. If you haven't had a chance, just jump on our face our Facebook listeners group, and uh, you can you can get the address and and jump to the site and enjoy. Very nice, very cool. Well, we're excited about it. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm very interested to hear um, you know your maiden story, and I know that. Uh, Last week we were talking about it. We kind of you may have had a couple of questions you were going to ask me, but um, but this this airplane is incredibly stable. I was very very shocked at um, you know of course I like I said I, last time I had flown this before I had flown Eric's um, I think it was his uh, original or you know prototype or whatever and we had actually flown it at the field and uh, the only thing for me is uh, you know this low speed regime. And I I got really, not nervous, but I was really cognizant of, you know, flying it at a little bit faster speeds. But it seemed to have slowed down some. I just don't know what what the speed is that I would lose it at. And right. that kind so of intrigues like me. With the wing, um, you get a because, little bit of a you know, wobble when you, come into land. When you start flying slow. But this thing, you're not getting any yes. indications. Huh. Well, I, I didn't get any indications. I would be interested. Maybe we should uh, get Eric back, you know, and ask him, you know, get you to maiden years and then figure it out. But, uh, you know, I don't I don't know if he lost the first one because he got it too slow or got it into a spin and, you know, stalled it and spun it. Uh, maybe he doesn't want to get it that, you know, have to rebuild it <laughs> another one too. But uh, I, I would be interested if somebody has, you know, downloaded these plans and, and made one or have gotten it. Uh, you know, up into that, uh, I, I guess there's got to be somebody or some some way to make like a recovery parachute on it. That if it actually went, you know, into a something that uh, you couldn't recover from, you could hit a button and poof, deploy a parachute. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know where you'd put it. I don't know if that's thing. a viable solution. I mean, there's not a lot of room in there. Yeah, that's true. There's not a lot of room. And, maybe and you can make some back version, doors right a, behind it the It has wing a rudder, so and pop open. That is correct. Yeah, it does have a rudder. So I can't remember if he told us. Uh, did he tell us that the that the bigger one had similar issues in slow speed flight? Uh, I don't remember him. I don't one. remember him foot stomping like he did this time with "Don't get it slow," you know, because <laughs> he did that very. Whatever, you don't get it slow. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so the other thing for not getting it slow. Yeah. Did you did you have the brake on, or did you did you fly with a brake or without a brake? Uh, I did have the brake on, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So it was not windmilling, so it wasn't, 
I, and he set that up. I think that was set up in the original, you know, the way he had okay. it. Or maybe just when I plugged it in, it was automatic. But uh, it did uh, it did come to a stop. So, you know, I mean, it windmilled a little bit, but it, it stopped. So it uh, it does glide pretty well, though. I mean, I was I was really shocked at at the the way it glide, you know glides. It does have uh, you know a lot of lift with that wing on top and the wing you know the lower and upper wings. Uh, it does you know it doesn't float like it. It's kind of weird because you get some airplanes that kind of float down the runway. This mm-hmm. one doesn't seem to float; it seems to fly. Like it, like it's still developing, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm done, and and then you kind of fly it onto the runway. It's not like a tail dragger where you would get down low and then kind of bump the throttle and then set it on the ground where you've got like an actual stall portion of it. This one's right. got a high enough uh, nose attitude that you would just kind of keep it, and you know, it's kind of very much like a glider. Matter of fact, I would I would say that it lands very similar to my ASW twenty eight. Oh, really? Almost identical, actually. Yeah, yeah. It had about the same glide, right? I mean, you know, it's fast, so it uh, takes a little bit of uh, time to uh, burn all that energy off. And then I think at that point, you know, it you just kind of give it a little bit of nose up, and it just flies right to the ground. So, well, my biggest concern, but, but I would be interested to see in your instance about. Oh, I was going to say was uh, what I was kind of uh, my biggest thing was why I got a I went ahead and got a uh, uh, foldable propeller because that was my greatest concern was that eight inch prop, you know, out here in the Texas dirt or with you out in Arizona, you know, uh, getting caught or breaking props, you know, all the time because that would, you know, that's potential of catching all the time, you know. Because eight inch mm-hmm. prop compared to the body of this thing, it's you know not to say it's super huge, but it is kind of a big prop for such a small plane. Yeah, no, I mean I get it. I totally understand. But you didn't have any problems. I didn't. I. Uh, I I, of course, I was on the grass, right? So I didn't really um, have to worry too much about it. I haven't flown it off the asphalt yet. But, you know, the like anything else, the wing, the wing doesn't use, the, I don't use folding props on my wing. And so, you know, I just kind of, with the brake on, it just kind of stops. And then if it does touch the ground, it just kind of rights itself. Uh, and with this one having the wheel on it, I, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. So okay. it didn't seem so. Toward you know for me anyway, but I mean who knows if I go fly it on the desert and I scrape the tips off of it maybe I'll change my mind and put a folding prop but uh, for the moment it seems to you know be able to do well <laughs> it seems to be able to do well with just the brake and uh, you know and the wheel on it which that wheel is amazing because the wheels foam as well or it's what do you call it what is it P uh, P L A or it's 3D oh, printed. TPU. The wheel is 3D printed, but it's very spongy. It's it's soft. TPU, that's the name of it. There you go. That's crazy. But you can squeeze it like a regular tire. It feels like a rubber tire. Yeah, it sure does. It's pretty amazing. I mean, and look yeah. at that little detail. Yeah, you can kind of push it in there. Well. It's got, dude, the tread on it's amazing. It's cool. 
Well, I, I have to give a shout out to Eric. He has done a fabulous job, uh, you know, basically designing this airplane. It is so much fun to fly. And it is definitely one of those airplanes that everybody was interested in. I mean, when I when I brought it out and started flying it, I think pretty much everybody at the park, including the non-pilots, stopped to watch it because it is very unique. It's unique, uh, yeah. I love my I love the lime I love the lime green color. It's just really stark in the blue skies. Uh, I'm sure the yellow will be just as stark, but uh, it, it is very very cool. And the fact that you know he's using lime green PLA and not having to paint it, it's even more amazing. So I, I had so much fun. I know Mike had a great time. He did not get to fly it um, due to the fact that it was a maiden um, and we were kind of in the park. I, I was trying to figure out if I was going to let him fly it or not, but uh, I think we had uh, run our course of luck with the uh, L39 the day before. L39, I don't think he was willing to do that again. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think he was kind of like, no, you do this one, and then maybe uh, next time. So now the good news is he has a 3D printer, so maybe he can uh, do some, you know, do some work and uh, create one. But well, he can definitely. And build I think this uh, one once his, I get more comfortable with it, I may put him on the sticks. Has. Oh yeah, easy. So he has easy, no excuse. No, he sure doesn't. Other than the fact that he may not have the right uh, TPU or PLU or whatever colors, uh, knowing him, it'd be all white anyway, right? <laughs> well, he might have to. He might have to pick up some some uh, some plaster filament. Uh, considering, I think the last color that he has, or only color he has, is that hot pink that he got on sale somewhere. So, and that's, oh, that's right, been lasting for everything. That's super. Well, hot he can make it a hot uh, pink, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's 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 a hot pink that's obnoxious. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Yes, I w- I was at his house the other day. He had something sitting on the desk that was hot pink, and I just started laughing because I was like, "Oh yeah, he must have three D printed that." But it was very. You know, the good news is you're not going to lose it. Nope, because you can see it. I think it glows in the dark. You know, it's so hot pink, but it is pretty funny though. So well, you did you you, you mentioned that you ordered your batteries, but they're not in yet, right? Yeah, I ordered my batteries yep, uh, a week and a half ago or so, so I probably got another week and a half uh, to wait until I get in on that super slow boat from China. Okay. In fact, they got to build the boat to get it here. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. That this this reminds us back in the in the good old uh, Hobby King days, right? So they were, um, yeah. It wasn't Hobby King. What was it before? Uh, Hobby City. Something anyway, it was something before we used to order way back in the day. Hobby City, that's what it was. And uh, anyway, we we would uh, combine our orders and order like eight weeks or ten weeks or two months in advance, you know, because we knew it would be here. For, <laughs> it would take it forever to get here. So you'd start. You, you would prep your build by ordering your parts first, and then wait for a little bit, and then start the build, so that by the time you got ready for your parts, they were just now arriving. Uh, so that was pretty funny. And you'd order several of them for several builds. That way you uh, kind of had to make plans yep. to build something. Yeah, to make so, plans. But anyway. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, those so days I, are over. I'm really excited about you uh, getting yours up and running. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I can't know. wait. I can't wait to to fly my uh, – to get my maiden. Um, I, like I said, I'm, 
I'm just kind of chomping on on the bit. Um, you know, now that I've heard about you flying it, and I heard from both you and AK Mike about how well it flew and the oohs and ahs from everybody at the field. Um, like I said, I've I've I'm I'm I can't wait. I just can't wait. Uh, I told Jim all about it, so he's excited. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time whenever those batteries get here. Although yeah, I no, Jim has a three D uh, printer as well, right? Or no? No, he does not. Oh, okay. He does not have a three. You may have to what now? I may have to if if I have to print anything, I'd have to print it for him. Oh, gotcha. So you said you may have to something, and I missed it. Yeah, no, I was saying if uh, if Jim needs anything printed, I would have to print it for him. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you know, you've got the you've got the ability to do it, and of course, the like I said, the plans are already there on three uh, D Aero Ventures. So, uh, and it's just the right size for a small desktop printer. You don't have to have something mm-hmm. major. So, now I will tell you. Uh, did you see the um, Eric over at three D uh, Aero Ventures? He did send us a new uh, video uh, of his latest. Ed- greatest uh project and you were able to see it right you know what it was yeah sure did uh he is built i don't know are we allowed to tell him i guess he's posted it already right uh that's a good question i, mean, I don't know i can't remember <laughs> i can't well, I can't, well I can't i'm gonna let the cat out of the bag he's not gonna it? be very happy if he's trying to go well, we better check with him before, but uh, yeah, I can't either over there. It, I don't it, know. It's a cool, it's a cool freaking project. That's all I got to say. It is a cool project, um, and and I'm I'm not sure that uh, you know I I don't know for sure if he uh, has posted those on YouTube or not. I I think he might have. I think he may have already posted pictures of it. Um. But he uh, he was talking to us uh, not too long ago about uh, a new project, and um, I'm uh, trying to figure out if he uh, he has it on his website so that we could actually mention it. But uh, he did put a new project together, and uh, it is amazing. And the video, uh, just the the way it looks, is truly um, truly crazy. That he uh, he was able to get all this done. Okay, so the the plans are not on his website as of yet so we may we may keep this a <laughs> i may just keep it a secret just for uh because i know he's into development and he's he's got several projects uh that he's done the latest one was the super chipmunk uh the twin chipmunk he brought that to the uh, arizona electric festival we talked about that uh and then this mini infinity wing that he has available as well but uh, we'll be excited. We'll check with him just to you know make sure that we're not stepping out or throwing something out there. But he uh, he does have some pretty cool projects uh, in the works, and uh, luckily for us, we we sometimes get a little preview. <laughs> but if we don't don't throw it under the bus and uh, tell everybody what it is first, so uh, stay tuned. He might have uh, you know have it out there. Well, I will say, Mike, that one of the things that he did do with this new build is all the techniques that he's been working on are all combined in this this final build. And, and uh-huh. I'm talking about stuff that he got from doing the double chipmunk, um, the way he was able to incorporate uh, the carbon carbon spars, carbon throughout 
the body of the uh, the aircraft and all that being molded in uh, from the uh, the TPU tires, uh, all that stuff. You know, he it's getting culminated right. into this this model, and it and it just looks beautiful. Okay, good news. Uh, he has posted it on 3D Air Adventures YouTube site. So uh, if it's already up on the YouTube, then I'm sure we don't have a problem talking about it. But he yep. has uh, designed, flown, uh, or designed, built, and flown uh, the B-17. And yep. it is amazing. If you haven't seen it, go over to 3DAeroVentures.com on his YouTube channel. He's already posted a video of it, and it is truly phenomenal. That thing looks amazing. Uh, just the tires that look great, the the turrets that look fantastic. I mean, he has really outdone himself. Uh, it's the first World War II, you know, B-17G. It's a flying fortress. It is truly amazing. So, and I love the little video that he did because it's got, uh, you know, the guys from, uh, uh, what is it, the movie that did the uh, Memphis Bell or whatever it was, where they, um, you know, were in the cockpit. Right. I think one of them got hit by shrapnel or whatever. <laughs> it was actually a soup can. They thought they were, uh, you know. Uh, so he's done that one, and then uh, he did the uh, 3D printed scalable RC giant design. Um, uh, he he mentioned what that one was about, but he's got a YouTube video of that as well, and it's a, a couple months old. So. Uh, head on over to 3D Aero Ventures on their YouTube site, and you can kind of check it out and see uh, what we were able to see uh, a little while ago when he first did the Maiden. So um, I think he's going to post those uh, plans soon, or he's developing them. Maybe he hasn't posted them yet, but uh, but it is uh, amazing. So check it out over there. We appreciate Eric. Uh, he has been a longtime sponsor and a friend of the show and uh, has, you know, just been phenomenal to us. Uh, we've hosted him several times at the Arizona Electric Festival, and I think uh, this last time we were, uh, um, you know, he kind of came and hung out with us, and we had a good time. So it's always good to see him. And, uh, because he's directly between uh, Jay and I, we need to make a, uh, a road trip where the two of us meet in El Paso and hook up and actually go fly some of these <laughs> really cool <laughs> projects. Hey, yeah, there you go. Uh, hint, we'll have to do wink, that wink. one of these times. Maybe when it gets a little cooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's actually mentioned it. I mean, I, he, he's invited us out. It's just uh, our schedules are having a hard time getting together. So, Well, uh, in the short time we have, uh, you and uh, and Jim got to go fly again, I think. Uh, yeah, actually. And um, tested some stuff. It's it's always kind of funny whenever we go to fly, right? It's uh, oh, it's been too cold, or the weather's been bad because mm-hmm. it's the middle of winter. You know, although winter in Texas, right? And then um, we got to this point where we're like, oh, beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. It's spring. We got out a couple of times, um, and then we were we started to get into, hey, we're going to start flying, you know, every week or twice a week. And Texas got hit with the hottest weather we've had, you know, ever. So it's been like Phoenix hot here, and it just has sapped yeah. all. It just has sapped us dry. We're just, you know, we're so busy staying in the house, being lazy. You know, we've been meaning to get out to go fly, and I mean, the last time we went out to fly was during the Fourth of July when my my friend Tom kind of was out here, right and um, we have this little tradition when we celebrate the Fourth of July, we go out out to the flying field, and we have a little shooting place out there. So we go out and we celebrate uh, the Fourth by uh, expressing our freedom. 
And um, so in between our expressions and setting up new targets, uh, Jim Jim also joined us this year. So uh, he brought out a few planes. So while Tom is out redoing targets or setting up something, Jim and I would get out and fly something really quick, uh, which is pretty nice. And like I said, mm-hmm. Jim's using his new radio now. So the nice part about that is... We're learning something new each during that time each week because there's always something new in the plane that we you know we both would learn on how to set up in the aircraft. So that's been the nicest part about it. Uh, you know, we're going slowly going through Jim's inventory of aircraft and we're adding them to his new his new uh, radio. And it let me tell you, it's a joy with his new radio because right. you know Jim he has all his stuff spread out of, between three and four radios from Taba. Spectrum, you know, um, and, and a few others. So the nice part about mm-hmm. this this new radio, you know, it has a module that can emulate any of the frequencies that are out there. So it's just real nice now. One radio, once you set it up, it remembers it. You don't have to pull out a module and stick it in a new module and or any of that kind of crap. It just knows, and you set it up, and you just go. So right. although there's been a steep right. learning curve, hey, we're we're doing really well. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. Because you know, I'm I'm learning something I can use on my radio, and and Jim's learning Good. some new stuff on his radio. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. And, and what type of radio was it that he has again? Uh, I think he has a Radio Master 16S. I think is what it's called. <clears throat> so basically, it's it's operating off the old oh, uh, right. like you know, Tranis. So that uh, does that. Right. Yeah, I think it. it, it uh, but it uses something different than OpenTX, though, right? Didn't they do something different? Right. So OpenTX is what the older Tyrannuses were using, and now they have this thing called Edge TX, which is a more updated, user-friendly mm-hmm. uh, format. And I've switched my older radio over to this Edge TX. And uh, yeah, it's it's way better than the older version was, and uh, it's uh, a lot uh, user friendly uh, is a is a is a nice uh, term to use with this. So yeah, but there still is a little bit of a learning curve because it's yeah. so different from you know like dealing with our spectrums and stuff. Right, right, right. Well, that's cool. I'm, uh, you know, excited to hear it. I, I need to come down there so I can actually kind of see it because it's uh, it'd be interesting, you know, looking at the new radio where he can just plug it in and go, hey, this one, uh, <laughs> this one's ready to fly as opposed to going, wait a second, what does this switch do? What does this switch do? Yeah. And, so, and, so the nice part uh, and I think you can put your own voice on there too, right? Oh, yes. So he can actually talk yes, to absolutely. it. Absolutely. You sure can. And the nice part about it too is, uh, you know, besides putting your own voice, you could take pictures of your aircraft and, and you know, upload them, you know, for uh, the radio models. So when you, you're going through radio mm. models, you see an actual picture of the plane if you want. Um, right. It, it does It does a ton of stuff. It's just quite amazing. In fact, it's or, it can be a little mind-boggling with the stuff that you're able to do or affect uh, on this radio. It, it can drive you kind of crazy. But the nice part is you can set up a template that you mm. want to use. Meaning you can set up some basic switches like your throttle cutoff, your timers, and you can set up like a basic template for doing all your planes the same. So that, you know, I'll say the one thing that the problem that Jim had since he had two or three different styles of radios and different brands was that the switches might be in different spots. And the reason because, mm-hmm. right, on like a Futaba, 
you might have the trainer switch, you know, on the right, on the right upper side, you know, where a spectrum, the trainer switch is on, you know, there's a little button on the left side and just stuff like that, that are different on the radios. And so it right. get kind of confusing when you're switching between the radios and we're doing stuff, you get used to doing it one way on one radio and you lose it on the next radio. So this, this way, everything's the same. It's very nice. Smart, yeah. Well, I totally get that because I I try to keep all my switches on every airplane the same, all forward or all backward, and then all mine are forward. I think all yours are back, but uh, but it, it definitely makes you know a difference when you you know put them all together. So oh yeah, uh, so that you're not you know flipping through switches and trying to figure out which one does what. Well, the so. biggest thing for me is I just like well his, uh, his that's talks. exciting. So just having his radio talk is yeah. just well a bonus. Yeah, that's a major the major leap from some of the stuff he had before. Yeah. Oh, getting uh, you know getting that stuff ready to go. So, well, uh, man, our uh, time is up, and uh, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, we appreciate you joining us for part two of our Infinity Wing story. Uh, it is always a pleasure to have you stop by the uh, Park Flyer podcast. Uh, we appreciate all those people who uh, were giving uh, Jay a hard time in the uh, phone and email uh, realm. Join us over at uh, parkflyerpodcast uh, at gmail.com or go to our Facebook listeners group and post a picture of your uh, airplane or batteries or whatever it is. We always like to hear from our listeners. So uh, We're going to finish up for tonight. So uh, I'm Michael from Arizona. And I'm Jay from the hills of Texas. And we'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.